All right. Let's get this party started, right? Ugh. You ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock. Let's rock. Let's rock. I guess if you tell Alexa, hey, Alexa, let's rock, the Black Keys album will start playing. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Some people, a lot of people are calling them sellouts. <laughs> what? Be- because it can do that? No, not because it can do that, but because just their whole thing. I guess the album, which I still haven't listened to it, but a lot of people are saying that. The you don't album, have to. No. It's fine. Well, yeah, a lot of people are saying. Eh. I, I saw this a lot. People were like, it sounds like a GMC commercial. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like, yeah. we're doing garage rock. It's fine. Built for tough. It's not their worst. It's very bland. Yeah. What exactly what you would expect. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it just seems like they're just kind of spinning their wheels now. Yeah. I mean, you know? they hadn't been back for, what, five years or something like that? Yeah. It's their first project in five years. And I don't know. I don't know if they got it anymore. I mean, their their whole thing is so limited that they'd have to go way outside their comfort zone to do something, you know, really crazy. Well, and I think they've been interesting. They've we're going in a deep deep dive in Black Keys right now, but we're we gonna do it. Let's I see. feel like they've they're in a tough spot right now because they've already expanded their sound, but now now where do you go? Where do you go from here? You know, because they, they started on the garage rock trend of uh obviously the white stripes mm-hmm. and the the same similar ilk of that sound of like all right it's just two dudes playing instruments yeah and that's it they were part of the whole revival right so once they stepped away from that and got uh, uh danger mouse on yeah. production uh, they became something bigger than that and it became a bigger sound which you know some fans didn't like and then I don't know what this this album is. It's kind of like it's not that same exact sound, but it's not a, a turn back to what they started with a stripped down approach to things. It's yeah. it's just yeah, kind of generic bluesy blues esque garage rock. So they've just been doing Brothers, like a like a, a an imitation of Brothers since Brothers. Yeah, I feel like this is a step away from Brothers, but at the same time, it's not anything new either. Yeah. It's not not exactly that same production sound because everything that Danger Mouse does has that same footprint on it, mm-hmm. which, yeah, like he's a brilliant producer, but that sound is like you, you hear it once, you hear it, you, you've heard it, uh, uh, is that how the phrase goes? You've heard it enough? You hear it once, you you've heard it, it once, enough. You've heard it enough. Yeah. Is that, is that a phrase? That's a phrase, yeah. You've heard it It's once, from Slovenia. It Have you ever been? I, I didn't I, think so. Okay. Well, right. let's move on. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep. So, all right. Then I guess I don't really need to listen to it. Give it a listen. Give it one listen. Okay. All right. It's fine. All right. It's fine. All right. It's fine. All right. Uh, guys, we got a beer for you today, as we do every day. Well, every week. <laughs> every day. Every single we day. We drink every single day. We do this for you. Thank us. Review us. Give us five stars. Please. This brew 
is also from the Goose Island Brew Beer Company. I think we did the other one. Did we do the other one last week? Mm, no, last week was the 420 strain. That's right. That's right. Wheat mango. That's right. Yeah. Well, we did a Goose Island at some Wait. I think maybe I just. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm sure we've done one yeah, at some course. point. So this is this is Goose Island's next coast IPA. And uh so Goose Island has done this thing with their packaging where they've kind of gone very minimalist, very um very basic, you know, just kind of like one or two bold colors mm-hmm. and then that's that's pretty much it. So uh, on the on their like flagship IPA, it works better because you know they they've got the the pa- the like the packaging was always green mm-hmm. and green's obviously just a better color you have a couple of little patterns it's more like it's more subtle but it 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 just works better yeah this one I, i'm i'm not a fan of this packaging it just it's boring man yeah it's like, too too silver it looks too much like a regular can yeah it just looks like a plain a, just plain. a fucking a pa- plain 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 spain jane Train. Rain. Main. Stain. Cane. Fame. Ugh. Slant rhyme. Come on. Uh, all right. It's over. It's all over. Right, it's right. over. But we're still going to drink it, guys, for you and for us. Mm-hmm. It is a 7% ABV uh, tropical juicy, juicy IPA. I don't really know like what like is. I guess that's it's the hallmark of a next coast IPA. Let's say that, yeah. All right. We're going to have a good time tonight. This is the One Baron Podcast. Oh, picturesque. Sellout brand. <laughs> Why do you say that? Uh, uh, because they're they're a big InBev group people brewery. Yeah. They're a they're a fake ass microbrewery. Yikes! So I guess fuck them. Just a heads up. Like we were called out before about having a, a beer on our show that wasn't on the up and up as far as like you know their practices. Right. right. So I'm just trying to cover our asses here. Right. That we are aware of these things. Yeah. I mean, so, you were. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know. Actually, you know what? We've talked about that yeah, on the podcast before. They were an old time, uh, I believe, from Chicago. Yeah. Or if not Illinois, uh, who, who, microbrewery that got sold out. Um, so. Yeah. You know, you can find these guys everywhere, which Chicago, is, yeah. is the benefit of them selling out in that way. I'm, I'm not, actually not sure if they're with InBev in particular, but they're with one of the, the bigger uh, breweries and distributors. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's important to note that when we have a brewery from one of those places, yeah. because then we need to inform our audience that, you know, this is not from your local mom and pop. It's, yeah. it's a bit more of a corporate thing yeah. and therefore susceptible to all those corporate grossnesses. True that. So maybe that's the fucking problem with these cans. Could be. Yeah. Because if you look at like say 
Bud Light's new packaging. Mm-hmm. It's similar. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have the bold lettering. Right. But like the subtle kind of art within the can. Yeah. PBR is doing the same thing mm. where it's like this, like it's almost not even there on the can. Kind yeah, of artwork, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Same with this. Like like the goose in there is just kind of off colored. Right. And then just the name of the beer, like it's super like uniform and yeah. boring. Yeah. They might have their own like design firm or something that just does all of their brands or something. Yeah. Well, speculation. Speculation. This is the One Beer In Podcast, episode 222. This is the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that rum brew takes us. Yeah. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, my great and powerful co host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Uh, we were speaking on the Black Keys album. I just finally started listening to, I didn't, I'm about done with it, the Prince originals album mm, yeah i heard about that yeah i just want to talk about it for a second i just feel gross about it you know mm-hmm. he literally had a vault that that was where all this music was yeah like and Disney. someone literally cracked it, cracked <laughs> open his vault. some uh sticks of dynamite this isn't like a metaphor they literally broke into his, an actual vault uh-huh. where he had music and they took it out of there and then gave it to some studio head or whatever. And, you know, now they're just like sifting through it like fucking dinosaur bones. Like yeah. Trying to fucking find the best thing that they can put Old out. Old artifacts. And it just feels gross to listen to. But then on the other hand, it's awesome. <laughs> you know? And, I, and, and that's my whole... It's thing. perverse. It, it And that's the struggle that I always have with uh, posthumous, posthumous albums. Mm-hmm. Is it's not what they intended, right? And sometimes they they had like zero control over how it's being released. Like the Michael Jackson album uh, Escape, mm-hmm. like all of those songs were just demos right. that he didn't finish. And then they gave it to fucking Dark Child and and um, Timbaland, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We got it. Yeah. We, we know what he wanted." Yeah, and we'll figure it out. Tried to do like an updated sound on these throwaway demos from the eighties. Like some of them are like you can tell thriller era or off the wall yeah. era stuff. That Just he's, riffs. And if he didn't want to do anything with them in the fucking mid eighties, what makes you think that like you can bring them back and make them relevant? Today? Money, right? And that's Money. why it's, that's why it's so gross to me. Yeah. The difference though with the Prince album is they first of all. Their demos, their their reference tracks mm-hmm. for other people. He wrote these songs for other people, right? Yeah. And but they're fully realized songs. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much um, out out of his control of how the sound is, because like they're just they're just the songs that he did. Yeah. I think it's unfair to the artists who he wrote for to put these songs out mm-hmm. because he sounds so much better than <laughs> like. Pretty much all of them. He does Manic Monday. That's why it's in my head. Yeah. He sounds way better doing that. Mm-hmm. He sounds way better than um, uh, Otis Day in the Time. Mm-hmm. Or not Otis Day. Is it Otis Day? I don't know. I get his name confused. Otis Redding. 
I know there's Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Not that much of a moron. Morris Day, not Otis Day. Uh. Morris Day. Morris Day in the time. They have a song called Jungle Love. If you've watched Jane Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. That's all I think of. Yeah, that's, that's all I ever think of. And he wrote that. Mm-hmm. And his version is, I mean, I'm not going to say it's way better, but it's on par for sure. Yeah. There's obviously the big famous uh, Nothing, Nothing compares, compares to You. you. And his ver- I like his version better than Sinead O'Connor's. Mm. I do. Her, hers is very good. It's like heart wrenching and and you know it's beautiful and sad and all this stuff. I get it, but well, he like didn't it. he didn't didn't even write it for her, right? It was like a that's it. Her Sinead O'Connor's is a version yeah, that a, she yeah. covered. Yes, yes. For from somebody else, I don't remember who. And it's uh hers is way different. Yeah. So, uh, trying to think, there was like some some um. Vanity, six songs in there. Just like, I mean, it just feels weird. Yeah. It just feels weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you get that with, like, posthumous albums? Well, yeah, because they're, yeah, they're not here anymore. So hearing something especially, not necessarily new, but new to you, feels kind of weird. Yeah. I guess I never really thought about it when all this Tupac stuff was coming out. It's like, oh, cool, there's more Tupac material. But, yeah, but even with him, a lot of that stuff was stuff that he recorded, right? And just left in a vault. Mm-hmm. Then there's some shit, obviously, like the newer shit that they're like, let's just put him on this beat. That works. Yeah, make him dance for us. Make him dance. Make his body. Let's just dig up his corpse. Make him dance. Put him on strings. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that to it, but I don't know. I mean, at least in this instance, like. The songs were done. Maybe he didn't want it to release them himself. Maybe he just wanted it to be for that artist yeah. as like a writing gig, basically. Uh, but I think it, there, there's a, a bit more, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit better to his legacy than if they were just to crack open half, half-baked half uh, ideas yeah. and sketches of songs. Yeah, that would be fucked and up. And just throw it out. Because then, you know, you're left with stuff that he wouldn't want people to hear. Yeah. And it feels like you're reading somebody's diary or something, you know? That's what it always feels like, an invasion of privacy. Right. Like Against that, their will. Yeah. Like the album they came out with like a year ago, the um, piano and a mic or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even that feels like, you know... I just wasn't what he. This wasn't meant for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. It's the best way. But it wasn't meant for us. Mm-hmm. He just did it. Yeah. I don't know. Too intimate. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I guess it doesn't fucking matter anymore. We no, fucking... he's dead. He's gone. So. <laughs> well, just even in society, I mean, like you know, sex tapes get leaked all the time. Fucking mm-hmm. people's personal information is public knowledge. Yeah. People are filming stuff every day. Something mm-hmm. crazy happens. They're fucking filming it. Like bagel fights. Like bagel fights. Yeah. People fight at bagel. I wish that was places. a tape when I was growing up. Huh? I wish that was a tape when I was growing up. Bagel fights. Bagel fights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sent me that video of the guy going off at Bagel Boss. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a short story. Don't worry about it. It's a short story. Bagel Boss. This guy, he starts. So when you sent it to me, I was like, that's funny. This guy's fucking losing his shit. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of, you know, washed my hands. <laughs> on with, with your day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I jumped back on Twitter and it's fucking blown up. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
This is why when we talk about these these companies or the or people trying to fabricate going viral, it's like you never know no. what it's gonna be. There's no way. No, no you way can't knowing. predict it. You can't create it. It's it's literally part of the formula is magic. Right. It's lightning in a bottle, mm-hmm. and no matter how much you think you can, you just you can't catch real lightning in a bottle. No. You just gotta be there when it's going down in front of you. Mm-hmm. And this shit, goddamn! Oh, it went down. It went fucking down. But you know what? A lot of this stuff, like, <laughs> there's all these articles that are coming out about them. There's fucking these think pieces and shit, and then mm-hmm. and then there's just people making fun of them. And of stuff. course, yeah. Uh, you know, what? <laughs> what I thought was interesting about it, the. The thing that he's okay, so let's just we should let's we just, should explain what the the story is first. Right. So if before. you haven't seen it, I mean, after you're done listening to the podcast, please go and watch this video. Bagel Boss, look bagel up Bagel Boss. Boss. Just Google Bagel Boss and it'll come up. Yeah. So this guy goes into a Bagel Boss in Long Island. I believe Long Island. Yep. Um, and uh, he's he apparently what happened was he orders his food, and I guess the girl. The girls behind the counter were like smirking at him, but in a way that he was like, um, that they were making fun of him. Yeah, that he, it wasn't like a flirty smirk. Mm-hmm. That they were like looking at him like a <laughs> little dude over here mm-hmm. trying to get his bagels, and then he fucking <laughs> freaks. <laughs> they, they, I just pictured like five chicks in the back going, <laughs> look at this little guy getting his bagels. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, number one, that's exactly it. Like, why would he freak out? Why, why would he think that people were sitting around going, <laughs> look at short stuff over here? <sighs> chip on his shoulder. That's why. Oh, uh, yeah. A huge chip on his shoulder. Boulder on his anyway, shoulder. Anyway, what happens? Probably weighing him down, making oh. him short. Mm. So he freaks the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then somebody starts filming him right after this, and he just he starts, he starts talking about how, like, uh, um, she she I, I see it all the time. Women mm-hmm. smirking at me with a little bite in their they're biting their uh, 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 lip, and and you know, uh, dating sites they tell me all the time if you're under five feet, you should die, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then and then he just starts he starts screaming <laughs> well, at a, women. A woman behind him goes. Yeah, but none of us said any yeah, of like, that. She's like, who who said that to you? And he's like, dating sites. They say it all the time. If you're short, you should die. And she's like, well, none of us said yeah. that. Like, yeah. Why are you relax? Like, what is going on? And he runs up on a guy. <laughs> he gets up in the one guy's face, and it's so it's he did it to himself. Right? I'm not he scared this, of you. He made this a fucking oh, circus. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's so, why I don't feel. That bad, right? I feel a little bad. But I don't feel that bad. Like tiny, little, tiny bad. Yeah, or bad, tiny bad, tiny bad, M- mini bad, mini but bad. Not, 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 not small. big bad. Very not small big, bad. Not big sad. So he goes up to a guy and he's like, "I'm not, I'm not afraid of you." He says, "What does he say? You're not God. You're not my boss. You're, <laughs> You're not, not my, my father." father. <laughs> so he gets in one guy's face. And then he goes to another guy and he's like, "Do you want to take this outside? You mm-hmm. fucking go, bro. Mm-hmm. You want to fight?" And then the, and then the dude's like, "Fuck, let's do this." He comes and, from out of frame and just tackles him. Just just like a bear grabbing <laughs> a, a, a small woodland creature. Uh-huh. Just like that video of the deer going. <laughs> just just mauls him. 
immediately <laughs> gets him to the ground. Yeah. And he's like, you don't talk to people like that. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to women like that. Mm-hmm. And then and then we just watched the follow-up video <laughs> where the guy, I guess, has let him up and he's left. And um, Short Stuff is still in there yelling about his bagel. And the lady's like, here, just take your bagel and go. He's like, I want your fucking breakfast. And he throws it to the ground. Mm. And as he's walking out, this girl starts laughing. Because now <laughs> yeah. it's a full-on comedy routine. Oh, yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, that's fucking, that's funny. That's funny. He's like, you know what? I want this fucking breakfast. I'm taking it with me. Is that funny? Is that funny? And it's like, dude, you, this is a circus. Yeah. You, you, you've made this a fucking. Part of me has to believe this is all fake. That it's just a, a like a routine that some improv sketch group came up with. I mean, that tackle looked real. Yeah. But you never know. He's an actual very short man as yeah. well. Yeah, he is. Very, very small dude. And there's okay this is obviously not the place to make your point but there there, there you do see a lot of fucked up shit on these dating sites oh yeah of like course. girls say a lot of fucked of course. up shit and I, I assume guys say a lot of fucked up shit too absolutely i mean i, I oh, wouldn't yeah know, obviously i haven't scrolled through men's profiles i mean there's there's vice articles about it every other day about like well, okay no I, guys I, being disgusting yeah i i follow a bunch of pages on like instagram and shit where it's like um it's showing interactions mm-hmm. between men and women and yeah. how disgusting men can men do, are do you just mean like on profiles like just saying like nobody under this height no no that's what i'm saying you gotta I, be I, hot i don't see that what i see is the interactions of people who have already matched right and then Excuse me. It quickly devolves into a, a, a guy being. Let me see disgusting. boobs. Yeah. So that's what I see all the time. What I what I don't see is the 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 precursor on their profile going. If you're under six feet, go fuck mm. yourself. Or yeah. Like that. Like you. I don't. I don't for, know. For, for men, you're for, saying. Well, men saying that in their profiles. Right. right. I would like to see if if, if you know uh, women want to chime in and say like the fucked up shit. That people have on their profile, uh-huh. or men have only on blondes, big boobs. Yeah, if you see shit like that, I want to know because I, I don't doubt that that. Happens. Oh sure, sure, sure. But I, I I have to believe that's a certain type of man. That's yeah. like a gym rat, you know, super vapid. Like, mm. look at me getting my GLT in. Yeah. Same thing with the women that he sees on these dating. Right. Sites. That's what he's looking for. Is the yeah, same, the similar type of like. You know, I care about my looks, so you got to care about yours, yeah. and you know, whatever. But, uh, so, so, like, I I understand why he's upset. Not to that extent. I I I say I say I understand. Like, I get. I don't. It's 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 hard because I I empathize Clearly. I empathize with him right because of his issue yeah yeah but yeah I also he can't like, control that. Yeah, yeah. That's, he can't yeah, control his height. That's not his fault. No. He's just a short dude. Right. So I empathize with his struggle, but I also, I see I see that a lot too. I mean, I'm 5'10". Mm-hmm. I see a lot of profile. so I'm taller than that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I, you know, whatever. You know, we all can't be this height, you know. Five, it's huge, dude. It's huge. It's huge. 5'11 in, in my uh, my uh, Red Wings, so. Oh, my goodness. Big Look guy. at you. Big, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you again? Shut up. All right. So I see a lot of uh, <laughs> I see a lot of profiles that'll say if you're under six feet, just just swipe left. Go, don't even don't even do it. Yeah. So I, and and well, you see, but but the other thing is like, what's wrong with the person wanting what they want? 
You know, yeah. if a chick, so if a girl is, for instance, five nine, five ten, she's like my height, mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't want to date somebody who's my height. I want to date somebody taller than me. Well, so right. she has a preference for a taller which, man, which is like a, I feel like a very much a cultural norm for us to have a uh, the man be the taller. man be the taller one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just a cultural norm. I, you know, like I don't feel like everybody feels that way. Obviously, there's somebody for everybody, I right, feel. For sure. So, uh I under I understand why this guy's so upset. He probably had a bad day, and, you know, he's probably fed up with people. He's probably <sighs> swiping on his way there. Yeah. And just saw the last one that was like if you're 5 feet, go die. <laughs> or somebody like heard him recently, you know. See, no, you know, seeing that would be like, damn, that's fucked up. Right. If I saw, if you're five feet, you should die. Actually, you know what? I've seen stuff like that. I've mm. seen some fucked up shit like that. I have yeah. seen that on these profiles. So, well, but, you but know, then again, it's like, dude, they didn't tell you to go die. Yeah, but in, okay. I guess by extension, they by did. By extension, they did. And I get that. But at the same time, what are you doing putting yourself worth on a dating app? You can't do that. You can't do that. <clears throat> yeah, no. Especially one that is that, like I was saying before, vapid. You know, like you can't base it on something that's on a, a, a swipe contingency. Yeah. You know, like that's that's not good enough. You can't you can't base your self worth off of that. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta think like you know, that's how that's how that's how the majority of people are finding other people now, and so it's hard to. But lasting relationships, though, do you think like you find a, many people find lasting relationships on a, a swipe left or right platform? The only per- I know one person who got married from Tinder. That was it. Yeah, so, I know one person. <laughs> right. I don't it's, know. I don't know. It um it, and we we talked about this before, but it just it automatically leads to less meaningful relationships yeah based on how it's it's set up that's the point of the app i'm not trying to dog it for that that's what it's built for yeah but you know at the same time like you just can't you can't go looking for your self-worth in those things because you're gonna get frustrated and upset and think the world's out to get you and you know i'm sure he's made fun of his height his entire life probably and he's very upset about it and maybe something triggered him most very recently and he saw somebody in the back of that store giving him a smirk or you know whispering or laughing at him yeah and it set him off but then you can't take it out on them you can't do that that's that's what you don't get do get your shit together dude you don't go and you don't you don't you don't fuck you don't start berating you don't have a tantrum yeah stop it temper tantrum and start telling all women that they're garbage and all this stuff like that's not how you work these things out no Talk to the therapist. Yeah, you need you need to see somebody. Get some anger management. You need to see somebody. Sorry, like, I made well, fun of you. And that, well, that's the <laughs> I, I, you know, and that, that's the whole thing with like, like, not that he's not that he feels like he's owed anything, but well, I think he feels like he's owed respect. Yeah, and he is. I mean, everybody's owed respect until mm-hmm. until you do something where you're not owed respect, and, right? And that's kind of and he did that. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not how you start the interaction, man. You don't open the door like that. I, I, I would. <laughs> that dude just probably just walks around just angry all. The yeah, time. I'm sure he does. Anybody who freaks out like that, yeah, that's not the first time. No, that's not the first. Absolutely time. not. 
He's been harboring that for a very long yes, time. Yes, yes. And he's just been, he's just, it's just been bubbling at the mm-hmm. surface. He's seething. And then finally one girl behind the counter just goes, mm-hmm. and he's like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? Yep. And like, what is your problem? No, no, no. You <laughs> smirked at me because I'm short. And everyone goes, what, what? the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm small. You hate me because I'm small. <laughs> Oh man, God damn! I wish I was there. Yeah. I would just wish I was there. Yeah, this is one of those moments where you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> That's one of those viral moments. I wish I lightning was lightning in a for. bottle. Lightning in a bottle, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, so I, you know, I feel, I feel for you, I feel for you, sir. But that's not the way we handle things as grown. No. Man. You gotta be better than that. You gotta be way better than that. And and you know, like the the. <laughs> okay okay but to all shorter people out there short people guy you, 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 you understand if you got problems if you're angry you don't understand short people problems i i was do- the last time you were even short you've never been short it came out of the womb yeah at like five nine yeah uh but no no i i um you have to realize that People are born differently, and they don't have control over that. So that's something you shouldn't make fun of. Well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's different. It's and there's somebody out there for everybody. So you tell them if you're a shorter person, if you're a shorter man, especially, you know, just get over it. Keep looking, man. Keep looking, man. It's all right. Well, and I mean, it's not as if there's not a bunch of like short women around. That's true. Or uh, I mean, not even short women. Like there are. Plenty of average-sized women who are fine with dating shorter men. Even taller women. Even taller women. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. So it it can seem in the moment like there's not anybody out there for you, but there is. You just got to keep looking. Somebody out there for you. But you know what? Before you find that person, you need to see a therapist. Yeah. Well, that guy in particular. Yeah. That guy in particular. Yeah, you, sir. I don't uh, don't know what your name is, but Bagel Boss Short Guy. Because that's what happens when you Google Bagel Boss. That's the Google, yeah. You get Short Guy. Yep. Bagel Boss Short Guy. You need to see a therapist first before you get into any kind of relationship oh, yeah. with no. anybody because that shit is unhealthy. Yes. And you bring that into a relationship. Oh, no. There, you, got, you, got, you got bigger problems, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. Way bigger than you are. Mm. I had to. You had to do it. You had to I do did. it. Speaking of many things. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, bam, boom. Sorry, guys. I mean, if, you know. Any short incels want to come at me? Come at me, bro. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wage a war against incels. Okay. Okay. Do you understand? Any chance I get, I'm coming after him. All right. Because I'm sick of it. <laughs> I didn't know this was a, a daily issue for you, but all right. <laughs> Not a daily thing. A think, weekly thing. You're just thinking about it a lot. Every time, every time something like this happens, you're sounding like the bagel boss guy. <laughs> Every time something, some kind of shit like this goes down where a dude is just angry at women because mm-hmm. he can't get women. Right. That's what I always think of. The frustration boils over. Yeah. And, and you've just got this Reddit page filled with dudes who are just angry at women because mm-hmm. they can't get women. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. It just drives me nuts. Yeah. It's a <laughs> highly toxic, very dumb way of looking at the world. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. I think we can agree here. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah. Let's, let's move right along. Let's move right along. Uh, so 
the the Nintendo Switch. Switch. Wait. It's been uh-huh. going strong. Yes, man. It's definitely Nintendo's most successful console, probably of all time at this point. No, no? I don't think so. I think the SNES is more successful. Still? Probably. Mm. Oh, well, wait, wait. Let me back that train right up. The Wii is more yeah, way the, the Wii. more yeah, successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It the has Wii to be the is Wii, like right? one of the most successful consoles yeah, of all it's time. It's got to be the Wii. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Totally forgot about the Wii. Yeah. Well, the Switch, uh, it, it, you know, it's strong in its own right. Yeah. And it's been successful. Nintendo's been teasing this new, smaller version. Well, just to redesign is what they've been teasing, really. They haven't said one way right, or the true, other. True People that. were thinking it was going to be like a uh, a pro version of it with right. like enhanced graphics or something processing yeah well it's not sorry to all those people who thought it was going to be an upgrade but it's more of a cost effective mm-hmm. um budget version budget that's the best way of looking yeah. at it the new nintendo switch Lite will cost 199 dollars 99 cents which is a full hundred dollars less mm-hmm. than the regular switch model uh let's see you get those cute little color options that, for some reason, you, they can't do to regular size things. I know. I don't know what that's about. The teal is very pretty. I like that one. Yes, it is nice. The the colors that they, I mean, you know, Nintendo, Nintendo know what they doing. Nintendo always kill it with shit like that. They do that. Uh, it's designed to be exclusively portable, so like it's, <clears throat> uh, it can't connect to the television like a Switch can. It has built-in unremovable controllers, so it's literally like the handheld. Whenever your Switch is handheld, it's just that mm-hmm. version of yeah. it. Yeah, it's a big Game Boy. So they, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've just taken away the capability of turning it into a console, like a like a a, a, a stationary console, right? And made it into a handheld console, which I don't know. I mean, uh, for some reason. Nintendo just has this hard on for making handhelds. Yeah. Why I, not? I, They've been the most successful at it. True, but I think I mean, I, I don't know. This just seems like something to me that it just seems like a waste to mm. me. Like the the Switch already works. Yeah. You know, it already does that. Why would I want to buy I mean, yeah, the only thing that that, that this does for me is save me 100 bucks. Yeah. That's it. What are the advantages to buying this thing? It's a hundred dollars. Like it's literally a hundred dollars for the capability of making it everything else. The mm-hmm. the the dock, the removable controllers, right? The the customization yeah. of it. And there, I'm sure there are certain games you can't play on that console because <laughs> the controllers aren't removable. And right. There's no HD rumble on it either, so... Probably some games like Smash you wouldn't want to play. I mean, I've seen people play it handheld. Yeah, um, but it's not the best. Yeah. You and don't want to... I wouldn't be... I wouldn't want to compete. I oh, no, wanna, absolutely not. Yeah, you can't do that. I, I'd play it like on my own time, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just I just don't... I just don't see... Like like with, with Apple, for instance, whenever they do like a budget version of their phone, mm-hmm. that makes sense. People yeah. want to have the, those kind of capabilities and have yeah. their you know up, upgraded um, devices, mm-hmm. but they you know they're on a budget. Yeah, I I think that they they made a misstep. I'm sure it was just based on how much they could sell it for, um, but I think they made a misstep in not allowing it to be docked. 
Yeah. If, if it was just that, you know, it the the Joy Cons don't come off. It's just uh, as it is, just a, a handheld console. Yeah. But if you do happen to have a dock with you, you can plug it in. Yeah. Uh, I think that would have been a much better idea because that opens it up to being able to play it on your TV. You can buy more controllers for it that you can't dock, obviously, but you know you can still use and, and recharge on their own. Mm. Um, and I think that opens it up to being able to buy more peripherals and all this other stuff. But yeah. as it is now, it's just like a, I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of on an island by itself. And I, I feel like the only... Only people who would really get this are people who already have the original console and just want like a um, like a more to go version. Even though your your home console can do that, yeah. Like I just one that you can just pack away and when you're going on a, a, a train ride or something. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess because it's it's slightly smaller because <clears throat> it's not even that much smaller. No, and I. I would have to assume that the battery's better, just because it doesn't have rumble. Yeah, uh, I mean it better. Yeah, if it, it's gonna, if it's if it's designed to be strictly handheld. Yeah. Then yeah, the battery better be at least double. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure because this is also all about cutting costs. So. Cutting costs and increasing profit. Right. So, <clears throat> the 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 biggest thing is it's it's the the sales for the switch have kind of slowed down a little mm-hmm. bit. So they're like, well, how can we get people excited about the Switch again? Maybe I could see like a parent buying this for their kid and keeping the Switch at home. You know, like the main Switch at home. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Man, I would be, I would be, I'd have that little, that little kid, that little privileged kid rage <laughs> if, 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 if my parents bought me this instead of like a regular Switch. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll confess something to you guys and to you, Adam. Uh-huh. Remember once, <clears throat> um, it was a Christmas, a couple years. I mean, it was. I was probably. I don't even know how old I was. Young, I was young. Eleven, maybe. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Maybe older than that. And uh. I wanted I wanted one of the I wanted the iPod, but I wanted the, the iPod Classic. Right. It, at the time, it wasn't the Classic. It was the, the iPod. iPod. Yeah. Um, and and I wanted that for Christmas, and my parents. Uh, I see where the story's going already. So now, so this wasn't a thing of my parents couldn't afford the iPod. This was a thing of like my parents like not really understanding what I wanted. Right, right. And getting me so they got me the iPod shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're old enough to remember that, the iPod shuffle was it, it looked like uh, a dongle. It was like a modern dongle, <clears throat> right? It was about three inches by an inch. All it had was the um iconic wheel in the middle no screen no uh uh um it, it had no um there's no interface to no, it yeah no, no interface period the only way that you knew what was going on was you had to be listening to it mm-hmm. and then going from track to track which whatever it's right. called an ipod shuffle for a reason mm-hmm. it was made it's honestly it was made for 
what we do now with playlists. Mm-hmm. Just just have your favorite songs ready to go. It was made to be like a portable, you know, like working out. Like it came with a uh, lanyard so you yeah. could wear it around your neck. I was going to say it was meant basically for joggers or, yeah. you know, going to the gym. That's that was all it was. The idea so it. it was like, you know, I, uh, Apple already trying to dig into the... Um, let's create an ecosystem of all of our things. You can have your iPod here, but then you have your iPod shuffle here when you're working out. And right. Blah blah blah. They wanted to have they wanted to have you by the balls in every. Oh room. yeah, uh, make it. Uh, since back then, they wanted you to have an ecosystem of Apple. Yeah, all of their stuff. They wanted to to, to run your entire life basically. Yeah. And and then slowly, slowly. Like the, like the shadow monster in, in Stranger Things, just getting its claws into everything mm-hmm. that you own yep. until it's taken over. So, you know, I put on the I put on the grin, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you guys, I really appreciate this it." This is just what I wanted. This is what I wanted. Thank you. But in my head, I was so disappointed. And to this day, I feel really shitty about that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel really it shitty sucks. about it. Sucks being disappointed about gifts. Yeah. Because you never, especially as a kid, it's hard not to be, it's hard not to uh, feel those things. Mm. But if, you know, if you're raised right, you know better than to show it. Yes, that's that. that's the one difference between us and like, um, like super sweet 16 kids. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But gotta, at the same time, just, you feel so guilty for feeling it. Yeah. And you still feel it, yeah. <laughs> so you don't yeah. know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah I get, I got that. Well, because my, you know, uh, my parents, you know, there, there were, there were years where, you know, they really struggled. Yeah, you know, they tried to, and they did their best that they could. And and Christmas was always fucking dope, even when, even the worst years mm-hmm. where we were struggling, Christmas was always still dope. Yeah, like they always made it. You know, they always had shit. They always went out of their way. Still to, special. Yeah, so we went out, we would come out and like, there would be fucking gifts everywhere. And mm-hmm. it would be like, only now when you're older do you realize like, God damn, how did they, how do, did they that? do that? How did they do that? Every year. Everything's expensive. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like, dude, I, I want to get something for my niece, but like every toy <laughs> is like $15. $15. It's crazy how yeah. much money they want for these fucking toys, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Everything has electronics in it now. Right? Yep. Everything like just works by itself. It's like you just put batteries in it and just automated it digital thing. Barbie. Yeah, it's it's yeah, so I yeah. So thanks mom and dad for the fucking <laughs> iPod shuffle. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> thanks for the worst thanks Christmas for the, gift of all time. Thanks for that piece time. of shit. Nah, dude, I, I I fucking I filled that thing to the brim and I I use it every day. Yeah. Every single day. I was like, "Well, you know, I'm going to make the best of this." Yep. And I I I I would I would uh once I got tired of the songs, come back in, switch the songs out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I used that thing. I got a uh, iPod Classic eventually, uh, one of the big black regular ones. Before it was the classic, like you were saying. Yeah. I filled that baby to the brim. Mm-hmm. I got the one with the biggest memory. Yeah. But before that, I was just, I had the uh, the CD case Yeah. with uh, the anti-skip CD player. Yeah. It would still skip sometimes, yeah. but you know, it's fine. <laughs> what with, is this anti-skip technology? With, with the uh, the bass boost. Yeah. Bass boost button. Can you tell me what it is? Do you uh, know what the anti-skip technology is? Not really. I mean, like I would assume that it was like a gyroscope. 
yeah or something something that some, would some stabilizer you. that would yeah. move along with the because you know what's reading the cd is a laser yeah so it would skip when the laser would skip on the the disc itself it's almost like it's a fancier version of vinyl basically yeah. so uh i would think it'd be some kind of stabilizer within that yeah Maybe not a gyroscope. Maybe that's a little too advanced even for that. But like just I don't, like a spring or something that would keep it moving whenever you moved it. Yeah. Too. Uh, that's what I would think anyway. Yeah. I could see I'm that. no scientist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always wondered how they could do that and how how come older older things didn't have the same technology. Yeah. It was always weird to me. Yeah. Like how, how come they just now getting this anti-skip technology? Which is funny because it was never an issue with cassette tapes. Right. You could go jogging with your cassette tape player. Yeah. But CD players, nope. Can't do that. And we were like, no, nah, I'll still pay double for the CD. <laughs> it sounds so clear. It's so clear. It's so clear. Uh, I had, yeah, I had one of those. Um, trying to think. I had a, one of the Sony Walkman uh, CD players. I don't know if I had the Sony Walkman CD player. It had, uh, it was like a navy blue and it had <laughs> like neon green accents on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came with this rubber uh, like keychain. Yeah. That I always used to squeeze. <laughs> Real ones know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was mine for a long time. Yeah. I wore that baby out. Yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. Um, that was where I educated myself on all the classic hip hop albums. Yeah. When I was just on the bus, not talking to anybody, mm-hmm. just popping in the Yep. And then just looking at the liner notes and shit. Yeah. 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 I missed that. Listen to Illmatic a lot. <laughs> yeah, Illmatic a lot. I remember I remember listening to that and I remember a friend of mine who was from here. And so like his only basis for music was you know, southern shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to that, and he was like, yo, what's that? And I'm like, it's Illmatic. It's like one of the best albums ever made. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that, that Nas shit? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but I got, like, respect for, uh-huh. like, listening to it. Yeah. But at the same time, they were like, all right, I'm going to let you do your thing. Yep. I'm not going to, like, explore that Bye. with you. We're not going to go on this journey together. Nope. That's for you. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> See you at the party. Yeah, those were good. Those were good days. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the cafeteria across from everybody's like talking in the in the morning and, and I'm just sitting there, tribe called Quest. I remember one time my teacher <clears throat> my teacher she wouldn't let us have shit like that. Like obviously you couldn't have your phones out and you couldn't have CD players and all that shit. This was in high school at this point. Mm-hmm. And I remember what I would do was I would have the CD player and the headphones in my backpack. And then uh-huh. I would lay my head on my backpack, uh-huh. and I would listen to it that way. You're not so she, slick. <laughs> she didn't have a problem with me like laying my head down on my right. backpack, which is f- funny. At least he's not talking. <laughs> That's pretty much all I were. Yeah. At least as long as I'm not talking or fucking making drums mm-hmm. on the desk. Yeah. Then they were like, "All right, fine, just be back there. Fine, and shut up. Just do it. Yeah. Do what you want. Do what you want back there. Oh, all right. <clears throat> I'm trying to think." Um, the fuck else happened? Hmm. We just so much, so much want to avoid politics. Yeah. Oh, uh, we landscape. we both watched Stranger Things. We did watch Stranger Things. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I uh, 
I had to catch up on Stranger Things. So forever, I had been just sitting on the first season. And um, I realized something when I started when I started watching the second season, mm-hmm. how good the first season was. Yeah, I didn't need a refresher course. I didn't need to to watch the recap. Mm-hmm. I remembered like most of the stuff that happened. I only watched it once. Yeah, that usually doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like you wa- you walk away from a show for a really long time. You need somebody to like give you like a refresher. Catch course. you up. Yeah. yeah, and that didn't happen with that first season. Maybe because it's so tight. Yeah. And so, I mean, well, it's, 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 a, it's, I mean, it's obviously derivative, but it's original in what it was doing. Yes. You know, that retro eighties, uh, throwback. Yeah. Reminding at the time it reminded me a lot of uh, super eight. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I'd like to think that kind of sparked that mm-hmm. movement of people being like, yeah, eighties nostalgia is cool. Yeah. Let's go with that. Do a Goonies. <laughs> well, there's there's a moment in the second season where Max, uh, Lucas, Lucas is telling Max the story of everything that happened in the first season. Yeah. And then at the end of the story, you just cut away and you cut back and, and she's like, that's pretty good. I mean, I like the story. It's a little derivative, <laughs> kind of unoriginal. Yeah. But it was pretty good. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah, they get yeah, it. I see they what you're it. doing. But yeah. then in season three... They fucking lean into it. Oh, yeah. They lean into it in mm-hmm. season three. Yep. And I don't know. How, like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I could see why people would be upset. Okay. Should, Just we, because, should we give a spoiler warning here or are we uh, going to stay outside the outskirts? I don't feel like going over like a full narrative yeah, no, no, no. overview. I, I want to do like an overarching kind of. Okay. Like we don't have to go in. But spoiler alert. Spoiler Possib- alert. Yeah. Spoiler possible alert. spoilers. In here. Just in case. You haven't finished uh, all three, three. seasons yeah. of, of Stranger Things. We might reveal some shit just over the course of talking about it. Right. So you might want to pause, mm-hmm. <laughs> watch three seasons of a TV show. Come back to us. Then come back yeah. and finish. And you can join in the conversation. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, season three, you get you, you, you just get so many, reference, so many references mm-hmm. to 80s. Uh, pop culture, eighties movies, yeah. all this stuff where it's it's not it's it's original in the way that they approach it and like the way that they pay homage to the stuff that they do. Like of course the big Russian guys like Terminator. Yeah. And like some of it's a lot of it is they're not even trying to mask it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's obviously this thing. Right. And I think that they're at this point going Ah, right funny, right right yeah you get it yeah and i think that the main plot of the show is strong enough that you can get away with these little winks and nods because <clears throat> big winks and nods big yeah big ones for right. sure but i think you can get away with it because the show itself is so good yeah that you laugh along with them as opposed to feeling like it's a crutch right what do you think yeah, no, I agree. I feel like it it was it, it was fortuitous that we watched uh, Ready Player One, right? Before watching season three, yeah, because I feel like this is a a uh, uh, the ultimate example of of doing nostalgia right versus wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, those tongue in cheek references and stuff they they just work so much better within Stranger Things, and I think a lot of that is to do, like you said, because the narrative. The original narrative itself of that storyline of what's happening uh, is strong enough 
to sustain that the window dressing of the 80s nostalgia um because without that it just collapses on itself yeah and it just becomes like oh, remember that thing yeah i remember that thing <laughs> yeah and like uh, ready player one it just doesn't work just doesn't work but they've built a world and characters that we care about mm-hmm. uh you know i i feel like the effects are really cool this season there's a lot of cool like monster <sighs> stuff um yeah they definitely stepped it up in season three i was surprised by how good everything looked yeah. in season three um because i i'm i'm pretty harsh as we've said about rogue one yeah um about cg and stuff but i felt like they did a really good job this season <clears throat> yeah like everything looked legit everything looked like hollywood quality nothing stuck out to me that was like that looks like crap yeah um which is my highest <laughs> a claim yeah. that I can doesn't give doesn't look so, like crap. Doesn't look like crap. Yeah. So they they stepped up on that. I think that storyline wise, they went interesting places. You know, we we discussed together off the mic um, about the ending, and uh, you know, I think we both agree that they took a major risk with what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really hope they stick with it. Yeah. And if they don't, they at least have a good excuse for not. Yeah. But for me, it would just cheapen the emotions of the ending. Yeah. You have to, you have to commit to these decisions, you know, that's like, if not to soap opera. Yeah. You know, or it's, it's a, it's a comic book in the bad way, in a pejorative way, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I just, I hate when shows do that and just keep you on the line and go, Oh, everything is fine now. Don't don't worry about it. Cause then all that means nothing. Right. Uh, if you can bring back any character or, you know, reverse any any uh, uh, major uh, conclusion of a storyline, then mm. they they mean nothing. There's no stakes at that point. Right. <clears throat> like, uh, I, I always think about in The Walking Dead when they killed... Um, Spoilers for Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steven Yeun's character. What is his character's name? Oh, uh, um, I haven't watched the show in a really long time. Oh, excuse me. Um, that is, I forget. All right. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time. Steven Yeun's character, one of the most popular fucking characters on the show. <sighs> yeah, look, look it, up. it up. We'll get it. So halfway through um, a season, I don't remember which, it is, you, you believe that he's killed. He's killed off, quote unquote, right? And they fucking lean into it. Glenn. 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 They lean into it. They do the in memoriam thing. And, uh, you know, you'd think he's dead. He's gone. But they kind of leave the door open to say, well, we didn't actually see him die. So he could come back. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And then when they finally do bring him back, it's like, oh, that's cool. Glenn's back. We love Glenn. Blah, blah, blah. He's so cool, super popular character, and then he gets his fucking brain smashed, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, dude, he ain't coming back from that nope. shit. But it kind of took away the emotional heft mm-hmm. of him dying, yeah. because you're like, well, we went through this already. Right. And then you bring him back for like a season, and then you really kill him. It's like, well, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not as shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, you kill a character off, you fucking kill him off. Well, and not only that, but I, I was having this conversation 
off the mic as well. Um, you talk to people off mic? I talk to some people, the dogs. Yeah. Um, now, this this will be a, uh, a spoiler for season two for sure. Um, when Bob gets killed, right? Yeah. He gets killed awfully like they tear the shit out of him like he gets eaten alive right and you see it like the camera does not flinch they show him getting murdered No, it's insane the way that they did him right right and it reminded me a lot of another scene that bothered me uh from the first jurassic world movie okay of the uh the assistant who's trying to keep the kids safe uh-huh. when she gets picked up by the pteranodons and like gets like bitten and flung around the air. And then she ends up in like the, the water pit and yeah. eaten by the giant lizard yep. thing. So I have a big problem with movies that don't know what they are and have scenes that are completely out of character for what that movie is. Yeah. Jurassic park. The original Jurassic park movie was great. Because it knew what movie it was. Right. It knew when to cut away. It knew when to to linger on a death. Uh, it knew when to linger on gore. And it knew when to 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 not show stuff. Right. But with Jurassic World, for instance, like this character wasn't a bad character. It wasn't a a, a, a villain. Uh-huh. So showing her die so viciously just felt like really cruel and out of place. <laughs> right. in, in like an otherwise like. Action packed thriller romp. Yeah. Uh, and I feel the same way about Bob's death, where it's like, yes, this is slightly a horror thing. Uh, you know, you see bad things happen to good people, sure. Kill Bob, but they lingered on that death. Yeah. In a way that felt wrong <laughs> for right. the show, you know? Yeah. So I know this is a complete aside, but something I feel very strongly like about. T- tonally, it was tonally off. off. Yeah, and I, I like I, I am all about like pulling the rug from people, showing like really good ethical characters getting completely murdered. Mm. That's why I love Game of Thrones. It's like anybody can get it. Right. It's it's about your your choices and your actions, not about how good you are. Right. You know, like that's that's the world, baby. That's how it works. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bad things happen to good people all the time. But part of making a film or TV show is framing mm. you as a director or, you know, producer, writer, whatever. You're part of the process of framing that world because that world can be anything. It can be as big, as wide, as whatever as, as you want it to be. Mm. But it's your job to choose what the audience sees of that world. Storyline wise, sure, kill off whoever you want. That needs to make sense on its own, but it really matters what you show. Yeah, the way you do it matters. Yeah. So, tangent aside, <laughs> I just I, I I want to to tell anybody who may be listening, if you're like a a a, a filmmaker of any kind, mm-hmm. keep that in mind because I feel like it's something that's been kind of pushed aside as being like oh well yeah but i'm a i'm an auteur i will kill off my characters however i'd like to that's what people want right that's surprising that's thrilling that's 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 what people want but it it is but not like that yeah like you have to have control you have to know what genre your your movie is what tone it is 
and understand that and what what the boundaries are. I feel like Spielberg is great at that. Yeah, it's probably his one of his strongest uh, 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 feats as a director. And that was actually it was brought up to me by my dad of all people. Uh, one of the first times I was watching um, Last Crusade, uh-huh. I think it was, um, where it's this chase scene, and one of the, they're having that chase and uh, a fight on with the Nazis on a truck, a big yeah. truck. And uh, you know, he's punching all of them and whatever. And one of the guys falls off the front and gets run over. But you don't uh-huh. see him get run over. You just see his arms and legs flail up and down when the, the tires go over <laughs> him. And you hear a sound effect. Like, you don't have to see the blood and guts. Bleh, bleh. Yeah. You know, like, you don't need that right. in that movie. You get it. It's brutal enough. And you move on. And that's fine. Yeah. And it works. It's t- it totally works. That didn't work for me in season two. Anyway, uh, this season I feel was a little bit better at that. It was still <laughs> gross and like whatever. And there's there were some scenes I was like, this is kind of brutal for like what we were going for, but yeah, cool. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess because they don't do it enough, so they don't kind of set the tone that like this is the show. They only they do it sparingly, and then you're like, okay, so then what was the motivation behind why this character needed to be so brutally? ripped apart like why right. did bob mm-hmm. patron saint bob right need to be ripped apart alive while his girlfriend mm-hmm. watched yeah it's, did, it's unnecessary it's just like he didn't get any comeuppance no he he was altruistic he put his own life on the line and he and was and, he and, was gonna get killed obviously it, well, obvious, but, but in, in the beginning of that season there was kind of a hint of like is he a good guy or not Right, right, yeah, like yeah, that was an entire sure. thing, and then it was revealed. Yeah, no, he's just a good guy. Yeah, I, I did like that. Yeah, at that first was cool. I was like, he uh, seems too nice. Yeah, he's kind of weird. Like, yeah. why is he? And then when he's having that talk with, um, uh, uh Will, when he's uh-huh. having that talk with Will in the car, and he's telling him how to confront your bad dreams, which actually kind of backfired. But, um, <laughs> you're th- you're thinking he's about to say something creepy or yeah. weird. Or like, maybe he's like a pedophile or some like fucked up shit, right? right? You're like, where is this story going? Yeah. And then it just turns out that he's like giving him good advice. Yeah, he's just trying to help. <laughs> you know, like confront your fears, you know, stand up, be a man, uh, uh, down with the patriarchy. Like, and it, I, I was like, okay, cool. This guy's actually, like at first you're like, fuck this guy, man. Why are you not with Hopper? Right. And then more and more throughout the season, you're like, I get it. Right. He's a nice guy. He's just a nice guy. Nice guy. Hopper, Smart guy. Hopper's not nice. Hopper's not a nice guy. No. And that, you know, I, I, uh, this is off, off subject, but on subject. Kind okay. Of. So what we're about here. Yeah. So this, this girl, I think she's an actress. Evan Rachel Wood. She's an actress. Okay. Yeah. She oh wrote yeah. A, I saw that. You saw this. Yeah, she wrote yeah. a tweet about how she's like, you don't want to be with the kind of man that Hopper is. So she, her whole tangent was about toxic masculinity and how like um, his actions aren't cute or flirtatious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're dangerous. Yeah. And you know, he, you know, this is not the kind of guy that you should be uh, looking for. Yeah. And I don't know. A lot of people said, Hey man, it was the eighties. Mm hmm. And she was like, yeah, that doesn't make it it's acceptable. It's not an excuse. And that's not an excuse. And Well, but I do I do respect what she said about when when somebody was saying, like, well, it's just a show. Like, get over it. It's a yeah. TV show. She responded by saying, yes, I understand it's just a show, but I'm commenting on 
the type of people who actually act like that. Yeah, right. You know, so yeah, she gets that it's just a TV show and that's fine. But also if a guy's acting like that in real life to you, it's probably a red flag. Yeah, definitely. Which I can say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. And, and the thing about the thing about his character, though, I, I, I for one, do not think that they were celebrating him acting like that. No, there wasn't a tone of like that's a good way of going about things. No, no, no. Like, no. She wasn't looking at him like, like, oh, Hopper. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she fought back. Yeah. And, and and he looked like a giant, as they said, man, baby. Yeah. The entire time. So maybe they could have kind of hammered that point home a little bit yeah. more of like, this isn't the kind of way, this isn't how you should be going about this. But then again, he didn't really get a chance to do that. Yeah. He doesn't. I, I think what they could have done better with this character is uh, have, have that come back to bite him. Acting like that. Acting like yeah. that. Because it, it never did. And in fact, it helped. His aggression, his his tantrums helped. So I guess that's that's her issue, right? Is that it didn't? There is no comeuppance for that. There right. is no lesson learned. If his dumb aggression were to have gotten them all in deeper trouble, and you know they they had to think of a cerebral way to get out of that trouble, that would yeah. have made a bit more sense. Or or maybe her just even going, look at you. I, I'm not going to be with you. You're acting insane. Right. Blah, blah, right. blah. Just kind of acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they did acknowledge it at least. And I feel like they did an okay job of that. But I do think... But there was no real consequence. No, there's no consequence. Yeah. In, in fact, the opposite of that, the consequences of it were positive. Yeah. It, it ended up working out for everything. Spoiler warnings, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it ended up working out mostly because Hopper is such a hothead. Yeah. And he got answers and he's a man of action and he, you know, he did what he needed to do. Yeah. But I think... Um, you know, it, it's it's the good with the bad, or the bad with the good, if you will. Like, it's it's a character flaw that runs through. It's a through line, and everything that he is, and everything that he does, right? So he gets answers from Carrie Hughes' character, which, by the way, Carrie Hughes looks amazing. Yeah, I can't believe like how good he looks. Mm-hmm. He's kept his shit together. Yeah, he was in Saw, and yep. I was like, he looks which bloated. which was like ten years ago. Yeah, and now. Dude looks great. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. He looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, he was close to fucking Princess Diaries. He was looking good. Yeah. Lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Face was slim. Hair still looking you, golden. Princess Bride. What did I say? Diaries. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Different movie. I was like, was he in that? I don't yeah. think he was. Princess Bride, not Princess Diaries. I know the difference, guys. Okay. I know the yeah. difference. Sure, man. I've seen them both. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he was looking good. Um. So yeah, when he beats the shit out of him to get answers, you're like, well, should be some consequences to that. I mean, right. he's like the mayor, yeah, and like the police chief to like muscled him mm-hmm. to get answers from him. But yep. whatever, it's the '80s. <laughs> and it's fine. So he got him answers there, and like you said, his hot is his temper and his go get him attitude and his take yeah. no shit attitude right. is one of the reasons why he's one of the leaders of the show. Yeah. Uh, but it also puts him, gets him in the situation that he's in with uh, Winona Ryder's character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he doesn't. There's no real consequences to him acting like that. Yeah, and I do wish, I do wish that they were. I'm trying to stay as vague as possible. I do wish that they gave him more of a chance to uh, to have a conversation with L, and. You know, realize that he w- he had the reins on too tight with her, and express yeah. that to her face to face. Yeah, 
and have have like a have a moment because I feel like the, it was everything was, the the pro and con of the season I feel is that it was very very fast. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the pacing was very quick. Very quick. Um not not in such a a, a bad way like the last season of Game of Thrones. I don't feel like they really missed out on much. Mm. Uh, it just felt very energetic. and like It wasn't rushed, but it was fast. Very fast, yeah. So there wasn't a lot of time to linger. I don't feel like there's a lot of time of, of like, you know, motion and downtime except until like basically the very end. Yeah. Um, but... It's I, always I, this thing where they shorten the season mm-hmm. and then and then you inevitably feel this way and it's like, just have two more episodes. Right. It would have helped. Yeah. I think. I think it would have helped the season a little bit to flesh it out a little more. Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's. I, I would have liked to <sighs> kind of have him have that feeling a bit more evolved, mm. and to show that because I feel like it was like as much as I loved the end, I felt like we could have used to see him come to that conclusion yeah. naturally a bit more because you know you can assume he was feeling that but I, I would have liked to have seen that a bit more and just yeah. just be like hey she's doing fine on her own she's okay yeah I mean he definitely was feeling that way you can tell by the ending and mm-hmm. you know his letter to her and the message to her and all that stuff um, <clears throat> I, I, I would have liked to have seen more body snatcher stuff yeah but I the problem is Again, they wrote themselves in a corner mm-hmm. because the way that the the shadow monster becomes real and becomes as big as he is is all of those characters had to die, right? Right, and right. sacrifice their bodies mm-hmm. to become part of this like amorphous flesh monster thing, right? right? Become so, goop. So you couldn't have like important characters. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have them like take over the whole town, for instance, right? Because then the whole town just fucking dies. Dead. Yeah, and then at the end, it's like, well, why even defeat it? Like everyone's dead. It was pretty dark that they had little kids. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, right? oh man, it's fucked. That, like to their credit, again, they could have shown the little kids turn into ooze, but they never did. No, they didn't. They show them going down to the basement, which I was like, all right, that's dark enough. Like yeah. you get it, you get what's gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So all in all. It was a good season. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I uh, I think I liked it better than season two. Um, not as much as season one, but yeah. still good, worth a watch for sure. Especially because it, it's so breezy, it goes yeah. by very quickly. So I recommend it. Same, same, same. Is there something that you wanted to? I feel like you have your, you have like information you you need to relay. Uh, it is nine fifty nine p.m. All right. I think we should. I think we're good here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we have to finish the podcast before 10 p.m. or else uh, we turn to... What's about to... Fuck, it's 10. God damn it. What are we going to do? Just end it now. We, we don't have, have time for the song. It. We have to end it right now, right now, yep. right now. Uh, 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 Next Coast, IPA. Uh-huh. What'd you think? Good. Four. Four. I give it... Uh, I'll give it a four, too. Okay. I'll give it a four, also. Delicious IPA. Juicy f- uh, notes. Yeah, can taste them. Wish you could taste them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, little, it's a little slightly bland. Yeah, slightly bland. Could be more. Yeah, agreed. Yep. All right, but still good. All right. Okay. This is the One Baron Podcast. My name is Marco Dupa. For my powerful co-host Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I love you. 
Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. We made it. We made it.